0: Hello and welcome to the Seems Legit Podcast, hosted by your favorite craft beer drinking, whiskey sipping, bourbon appreciating, sushi eating, steak craving, speedo wearing, tell it like it is, poker playing guitarist, the dude himself, the dude Sunny D... I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of the Seems Legit Podcast. And a big shout out and thank you to all of you for the continued and growing support here on the Seems Legit Podcast. If you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram. Big shout out to all our friends of the podcast. We've got B-Boys Honey. We've got Selfix Doctors. We've got Zero Gravity Games. We've got Skin Dimensions Tattoo and Piercing. And we've got the Vegas Squares Podcast. Sports Talk by sports fans for sports fans. Alright, it's that time of the year. It is the NHL playoffs. They start tonight. So, this episode is my NHL Stanley Cup playoff predictions. Alright, let's uh, start over in the east. Uh, let's look at that Atlantic Division kind of part of the bracket or quadrant. We've got uh, Tampa Bay versus Columbus. Columbus, as I have long said, is kind of the uh, the big loser this year. Uh, they lost out at the trade deadline. They went all in to basically get a wild card spot. I had said no matter how that kind of finished for them and which wild card spot they get, I didn't see them beating Tampa Bay Washer or any of the teams they might have to play with that wild card spot. Uh so I think it's an early exit for Columbus. I think it's a disaster. And quite frankly, I I don't know. I think you're going to see a big, big, big set of changes. Uh, I think their general manager's name is Jarmo Kekalainen. It's going to be a hard, hard, hard summer for him. I feel bad, uh, but as I've said before, uh, he just got his chips in uh, with decent cards, uh, just at the bad time, and not good enough cards, and not a good enough position, but uh, regardless... Did what he could. Uh, It's just going to be a little too little um, for them. And I think Tampa Bay slaughters them and moves on. The other matchup there, we've got the Big Bad Bruins versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. Interesting matchup. I've long said this. It's long, looked like they're going to meet in the first round. The problem with the current divisional setup, the way it is, in my opinion, there's no crossover. So second in the Atlantic doesn't play third in the Met and second in the Met playing third in the Atlantic, which I would prefer... Um, instead what they've done is second and third in their respective divisions play each other, which, uh, as I've said, punishes that second place team because they have a very tough first round matchup. Uh, so, and, and you kind of see these, what should be second round or could be second round matchups. You're seeing them in the first round. So, uh, it, it just provides kind of an awkward playoff format, but regardless, And, I mean, it could lead to one of those situations where you're constantly seeing the same two teams in the first round, uh, which looks to be the case uh, with Boston and Toronto. Uh, Boston's probably considered the favorite. They are second in the division. They looked fucking good for a while, uh, for most of the season, actually. If Tampa Bay hadn't been that much better than everybody else this year, I think Boston might be the overwhelming favorite to win the Cup. But... Uh, They aren't. And it's one of those weird things against Toronto. I think the reason why they keep beating Toronto is a psychological thing versus a tactical and, you know, just um, better skill level. They do have some great skill players. Marchand made or reached the 100-point plateau this year. Uh, But the Maple Leafs are a stacked team as well. So it's a matter of getting their shit together, in my opinion, being able to get over those mental hurdles and getting past the Bruins. Uh, I was talking with my buddy Nick uh, the other day, and we were saying how, I we've said this a lot of times, why shouldn't Toronto beat the Bruins? They're younger, better, faster, all of these things. Why the hell shouldn't they beat the Bruins? I think it comes down to psychology. I also think you have to wonder now about Mike Babcock. Um, Joel Quenville recently got hired as the head coach in Florida. He had said for him to come out of retirement, he has to, play, he has to coach a contender. He believes that's going to happen. It's sort of reuniting him and Dale Talon. Uh, They built the Chicago Destiny, uh, if you remember, before Sam Bowman came in and took over what uh, Talon had built. Uh, It's going to be interesting there. It's also an interesting thing because, as I've said, the first round of playoffs have huge implications with a guy like Quenville on the sidelines. Uh, He's probably the only person, resume-wise, in today's coaching market that has legitimate claim that if Toronto hadn't gotten through the first round, he gets the Toronto job. With him kind of gone, it does provide an extra layer of job security for Mike Babcock. Because who do you hire? Who do you, especially with Toronto and the skill level they have, and where they should be? It's hard to take step back uh, with coaching. So I think Babcock might find himself uh, secure at least for one more year. But he really needs to win a playoff series. It's been forever since he's won a playoff series, uh, and Toronto's not in a rebuild anymore. Toronto's in a should be uh, in a contendership. So. It'll be interesting, but I do see the Bruins getting past Toronto. I'd like to see Toronto win, but I think the Bruins get past them. Uh, Setting up Tampa Bay and Boston. Boston has given Tampa Bay some issues. It comes down to how much I think that series with Toronto takes out of them. Boston's not getting any younger. However, if they can grind and shut down and kind of just pose problems for those big for the those top players on tampa bay i could see boston grinding out uh, a second round victory over tampa bay uh which i'm gonna go ahead and predict i think boston uh, is the surprise story of these playoffs and i see them getting past tampa bay and into the eastern conference final On the other side of the Eastern Conference bracket, we've got uh, 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 sorry Washington won the Metropolitan Division, so they will play the first wildcard team, which was the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, They handedly won that season series. So I think Washington, like Tampa Bay, gets out of the first round. They get through uh, relatively uh, painlessly. Uh, I could see that one being, again, a four- or five-game series, much like Tampa Bay and, and Columbus. I think Bobrovsky could steal a game, I don't think he can steal. I don't think he's stealing the series against Tampa. Bay. I think Tampa Bay is just too good. So, with that being said, Washington gets past Carolina relatively easily. And the other matchup, and again, it's that second versus third are always going to pose the interesting matchups. The Islanders, coached by Barry Trotz, overachieved. Oh, I think maybe overachieved a little, a little bit this year, but they're second in the Met. They were battling for first in the Met for a long, long time. This was a team that wasn't. I don't think was expected to do as well as they were, especially after losing Johnny Tavares. Uh, So, it's just interesting to see how that has played out. Uh, Barry Trotz, as we know, is the kind of reigning cup champion coach. He coached Washington last year uh, before a weird set of circumstances forced him to leave Washington. Uh, He does have that edge, though. Now that he's beaten Pittsburgh, uh, he's beaten Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh hasn't beaten an island coached by him It'll be interesting to see what he does. I am going to predict the Islanders, though, and their kind of Cinderella story a little bit to continue here and kind of a, you know, a, a bit of a all oh well to John Tavares. And and nothing against John Tavares. Just it was a shitty circumstance, and, and the fans are jilted. I don't want to get into that in this episode, but I can understand both sides of it. And it's just kind of uh, interesting how the Leafs probably are going to get eliminated, or I'm predicting will get eliminated by Boston. And I think the Islanders move on. So I think in the second round, you're going to see Capitals versus Islanders. I think that's a very winnable matchup for the Capitals. I think my beloved Capitals are on to the uh, Eastern final. Where I see them getting to a second straight cup final, I think they handle uh, Boston. If Boston gets to the Eastern final... It's going to take a hell uh, of a lot of effort. It's going to take uh, just about everything out of them, I think, getting through those first two rounds. They're just not going to have the gas tank to get past Washington. Also, Washington's a bit of a legacy thing now. Now you're looking at guys like Oshie, Backstrom, Holtby, where they have a chance to solidify themselves in this generation of player. TJ Oshie was famously left off the Olympic team and I think, it was 2010. Uh, so, interestingly enough, uh, so it, I think Washington gets to a second straight uh, final representing the Eastern Conference. In the West, things are very interesting. Uh, starting in the Pacific Division, you're going to have uh, Calgary, who won the Western Conference, or who finished first in the Western Conference, is going to face the second wildcard team, which was the surprising Colorado Avalanche. They had one of the weirdest seasons. Uh, they came out, stormed out of the gates. Uh, their top three of Landeskog, um, McKinnon, and... Bucket can't remember the other guy. Uh, Miko Rantanen uh, were the top three point getters, and it was unreal. They were lighting up the league. The Colorado Islands were leading the Central Division. People were thinking this was uh, an encore of when they uh, won their division a few years ago under Patrick Waugh. However, they kind of then they then they were shit for a while, and then they heated up again. They went eight zero and two down the stretch. Like I said, you have to if you want to get in the playoffs. They did it. I also do predict the upset. I think for Calgary, it's going to be a lack of experience, maybe even a lack of size up front, um, and their goaltending situation. Mike Smith can be a world beater, but he's also getting up there in age. Dave Riddich has looked like he hasn't quite gotten ready for an NHL workload yet, which is common with goalies. Goalies do reach their peak a little bit later or start to get into their peak a little bit later and their comfort zone a little bit later than players um, do. So... I think I, I predict the upset there. I think Colorado gets past Calgary in the first round. The other Pacific Division matchup is a rematch of last year's second round uh, featuring San Jose and Vegas. This is an interesting one. Uh, San Jose will have home ice this year. Both teams retooled in the offseason. Uh, San Jose had re-signed Ivander uh, Kane. Uh, they didn't go after a new goalie. They felt confident Martin Jones. He did get them to a cup final a, few, a couple of years ago. Uh, versus Vegas, who boy did they retool Mark Stone, Max Patch Ready, Paul Stasny. I think that's a big upgrade. Uh, especially, well, they lost James Neal, but I think. I would take that upgrade, uh, re-signing Ryan Reeves. Hopefully they have Marc-Andre Fleury back in healthy. Subban got uh, some games in towards the end of the season covering for Fleury, which I think was important, just in case he has to play this uh, series against San Jose. I think that's going to be a tough series, but it's also going to be one of the more exciting ones, in my opinion, of the first round of the playoffs. Interesting to watch. I do predict Vegas getting out of that one. Uh, so you're going to have Vegas versus Colorado in the second round. I think Colorado, I think the Cinderella run is going to be over in the second round uh, with that matchup. And I do think Vegas gets past them relatively easily, especially if they have a healthy Marc-Andre Fleury in net. I could see that one going four or five games. Vegas off to the Western Final. The Central Division portion of the brackets where things get interesting. Winnipeg led the Central Division. They kind of took over the lead in the Central Division from Colorado. Colorado. Uh, when Colorado fell apart and had a huge lead. They had like a six-point lead with three games in hand. Somehow, my beloved Jets and hometown Jets uh, found a way to fuck it up and uh, didn't win the Central. I had long said they needed to win the Central to get that to get the favorable matchups. They didn't do it. Now we're stuck with uh, Nashville winning the Central again. Uh, which, I mean, many people, which before the season I had predicted would happen. I felt the Central was a two-man race, which it was. Uh, St. Louis made it interesting, but Nashville showed that's what winners do. They find ways to win. Nashville will play Dallas, the first wild card team in the playoff. Dallas has been an interesting team. It's kind of a, not a, so much a feel-good story, but a, kind of a rebound story and a comeback story for some players. Uh, Jamie Benn has kind of flown under the radar a lot of his career, I feel, and hasn't gotten a lot of the notice he deserves. Jason Spezza has kind of hidden plain sight there. Uh, Tyler Sagan, Alexander Radulov, Ben Bishop in net uh, has put up good numbers. So it'll be interesting to see. However, I think Nashville feels a little embarrassed uh, over last year's playoff exit, especially with Pecorino getting pulled in all four losses to the Jets. It's hard to overcome that. It's hard to kind of, you know, lick your wounds and get over it. I predict Nashville... Getting past Dallas, though, I think they do it in six games. And then the other Central Division matchup. Now, this one's interesting. Winnipeg could have had Dallas. I think they get past Dallas. It'd be tough, but I think they do it in even five games. Instead, they get St. Louis. They went 3-1 and one this season against St. Louis, but hadn't played St. Louis after St. Louis got uh, became good. St. Louis was the worst team in the league. They were dead last as of January 2nd. Then they had, going into the last weekend of the season, they were the only team in the Central Division that was in control of their own destiny. They went out their last two games. They won the Central Division. That easy. Um, with that being said, uh, they do, uh, Winnipeg will host St. Louis. I think that's going to be a tough series. I think if Winnipeg, for one second, thinks they're playing the St. Louis Blues uh, that were dead last in the league... They're sadly mistaken. If they think they're going to get as easy a run as they did in the early part of the season, I think that's uh, ambitious at best. I think this could be a very tough series. I could see it even going 6 or 7. However, I do want to believe uh, my hometown Jets will get it done. I think they are a little too deep of a team. I think also it's a huge disappointment if they get eliminated in the first round. So I'd like to see them get out Again, if Jordan Bennington though, plays on real, steals them the series, who knows. But I think Winnipeg gets through setting up uh, Nashville versus Winnipeg. Again, Winnipeg has had Nashville's November ever since the playoffs last year. Which means I think we set up another Western Conference uh, final rematch. And I hope my beloved Jets can get their shit together. And we see Winnipeg versus Vegas again in a Western uh, final. I believe Winnipeg would have home ice, but I could be wrong. But let's say Winnipeg has home ice in that case. How did I think? I'm not sure if they... No, I think uh, Vegas would have had it last year. Uh, But regardless, it's tough. However, I think that people don't appreciate how much Vegas does to get that crowd engaged. And that is still such a huge rallying point for that city I think, and I mean, remember, too, the nice thing about when you get into those later rounds of playoffs, it's already like summertime, especially down in Vegas. I think Vegas does get past Winnipeg again. Um, It was a huge step backwards, I think, for Winnipeg, losing Stasny, and then losing them to arguably the team they're going to have to get through to get to the cup final. Uh, With the additions of Patch Ready and Stone, I think those are bigger additions than Kevin Hayes. Uh, So... I do, and and, I mean, Winnipeg does have a relatively tough road. Uh, They don't get a break at all, right? So the toughest round Vegas has is going to be that first round against San Jose. San Jose isn't getting any younger either. Uh, But that's going to be the toughest matchup they have. I think they get a relatively easier matchup against uh, Colorado, should they get to the second round, versus Winnipeg having Nashville in the second round. Even though they have Nashville number and find ways to win, those are still tough games. Uh, so I do think Vegas gets through to the uh, Cup final, and I think again we have a rematch, just different roads to get there uh, between Vegas and uh, Washington. It's going to be interesting. Washington will have home ice this year, and I do uh, see my beloved, I do see my uh, favorite Capitals getting through the. Um, getting over the hump again, winning the cup again. I think this year, it's not as painful. I don't think you're going to see as many kind of, oh, they had obstacles to overcome along the way. I think they're just going to get the job done. And so I do see Washington repeating a Stanley Cup champions. I see Ovechkin having a breakthrough again, uh, playoffs. I could also see Braden Holpe being the story. Uh, he was very close to getting the consummate, in my opinion, last year. But I, could see, I think the consummate is going to go to one of uh, four players. Uh, I think, I mean, unless Mark Grundy has an unreal playoffs, but I think it's going to go to either Ovechkin, Holtby, Oshie, uh, or po- possibly Nicholas Backstrom. I don't know, but I do see one of those three getting it a TJ Oshie, uh, an Ovechkin or a Holtby getting, uh, the con Smythe. but nonetheless, that's my playoff prediction bracket. So, uh, let's go through it again. We have Tampa Bay over Columbus, Boston over Toronto, uh, uh, Washington over Carolina Islanders over Pittsburgh in the East first round uh, setting a Tampa Bay versus Boston. I think Boston gets through that one. I think you have Washington versus the Islanders. Washington gets through that one. Washington gets past the Bruins Washington off to the cup final in the West. We have Colorado um, beating Calgary Vegas beating San Jose Nashville beating Dallas and Winnipeg beating St. Louis thus setting up uh I mean uh, Colorado versus Vegas. Vegas gets through that one and on to the Western Final. Winnipeg gets past Nashville uh to get to the Western Final. Vegas over Winnipeg in the Western Final. This time I think it could go 6 or 7 games. Again, uh, that takes a lot out of Vegas and I think Washington uh and what what Ovechkin has a chance to do over the next few years in terms of his legacy um, and capping off his career uh, is something special. And I think we're, we could be witnessing something very special here. So I, I And I do see uh, Washington repeating as cup champions and, and most likely Ovechkin repeating as Consumite trophy winners. But that's how I see things going uh, in these playoffs. It's a weird playoff format we have this year that you're having such th- uh, those two kind of awkward... The, the two matchups that stick out for me or three matchups really that stick out for me in the uh, playoffs this year... Even two, really, um, are the Boston-Toronto ones and the San Jose-Vegas ones. Those are two tightly knit matchups that ideally I would like to see in a second round. Uh, but they're going with this. They said it is more cost-effective. They said it is more travel-effective. Uh, so, I get that. Um, and if that's what you're trying to do, okay. So be it. Uh, and I think with that being said, though, I, I would like to see the crossovers, though. Two versus three and two versus three from the other divisions. But... Uh, Maybe going a couple of years from now. I think they've already renewed it for next year. That They're going to stick with this uh, format. So we'll see. Um, But yeah, that's my prediction. Washington repeating his cups over Vegas in the cup final. A lot of people are predicting Winnipeg to get through. I think a lot of people see what I do. Winnipeg's toughest matchups come in that first round uh, in St. Louis. And it depends who else gets through on that Pacific side of the bracket there in the Western Conference. If San Jose gets past Vegas, gets past Vegas, I could see them. I see them beating Colorado, and then San Jose would beat Winnipeg. I think in the cup in the Western Final, they they have Winnipeg's number. So it's kind of an interesting thing. Matchups are everything, but as I predicted, these are the way I see the matchups going. Thus leading to Washington over Vegas again in a rematch, but similar conclusion as last year. However. Maybe this year we see six games in the final. I don't know. Uh I think you know the the adrenaline dump of what Washington, I mean of what Vegas accomplished last year uh, might have been a little too much for them to overcome in the end. But who knows? Maybe you know I didn't think uh, I remember in the late 2 uh kind of first decade there the 2000, I think it was the 08 Cup Final and the 09 Cup Final uh where Detroit and Pittsburgh met in back-to-back years. And Detroit won the first year. That was Babcock's first and only cup. Then the next year, uh, Pittsburgh surprised everybody and beat Detroit in seven. I could see something like that potentially happening. Maybe uh, anything is possible. You never know. But I do see. Uh, I, I I just think Washington. It's their time, and I do see them repeating as Cup champions. But those are my predictions. Uh, tune into the playoffs tonight. They do start tonight. Uh, check out this episode, let me know what you guys think. If you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Seams Legit Podcast. Take care and bye-bye for now.